This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. For years we talked about helicopter parenting. Now we talk about snowplow parenting. It's where parents essentially push all the obstacles out of the way in front of their children. Recent poll found the majority of U.S. parents are still doing kind of mundane tasks for their adult kids, like reminding them of deadlines, texting them in the morning to make sure they're awake when they're at college and university, making their appointments for them, like doctor's appointments, that kind of stuff. But here's the thing. Many people out there know this is not a problem that is just for millennials. Lots of older people as well, perhaps, have this functioning in their relationships as well. Maybe you're one of those people who really relies on your spouse to manage your schedule, make sure dinner is there, there's, fr- there's food in the refrigerator, run the errands, do all the chores in the house. Stop me when this starts to get familiar for you, because I know a lot of people out there are probably agreeing with me right now, because that's what came up when we started talking about this uh, in our little work pod today. So we wanted to talk about that part of this too. Helicopter spouses. And how do you deal with that? The spouse who feels like they have to do everything. Well, joining us now is Susan Wenzel, who's a relationship expert and sex therapist. She's on the phone from Winnipeg. Hi, Susan. Hi, hi. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. Is this something that you hear about, like when you're talking to couples? Is there usually one person who feels like they have to do everything? Absolutely. I hear it all the time in the session with my client where some somebody will be saying, hey, I do everything at home and it's becoming tiring and I want my spouse to step up. I want them to start being responsible or to help around the house or just being part of the house. <laughs> just be like, what are, the, some, what are some of the complaints you hear? Like, what are people having to do? And, and you just mentioned they'll be saying, I cook, I do, I, I make an appointment, I even make a date night. So there's one person that is doing all that and the other person is just saying, no, I don't do that. You you make a date night. And, and now it becomes very tiring for one person and their needs are not being met. It feels that, yeah, it's easy for one partner, partner to feel that they're investing more than their spouse and it always leads to resentment in right. the relationship. But then how mm-hmm. do you bridge that with the other spouse who probably feels like, well, I didn't ask you to do all this stuff for me. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it would be very hard for them to suddenly be like, well, what do you mean I have to start doing stuff? Nobody complained before. I, I would say the first thing you should do is set boundaries from are your own in your relationship. Because we teach people how to teach us and, and how to treat us. I mean, we teach people how to treat us and we don't send healthy boundaries. They would just be, and I think we are creatures of habit and we will become dependent on our partner if they are doing everything for us. If they say no, they never say no to us, we become dependent on that. So setting a healthy boundaries, and I always say healthy boundaries that create connection rather than disconnect. I have the uh, boundaries, not where you just say no, but you say, honey, if you don't help with this, you might not get this. Or this, this costs me to feel this way. So a healthy boundary that's not pushing the other person, but actually creating connection, but also teaching your partner that this is the way I want to be treated. I want a partnership in this relationship. Okay. We can, yeah, Uh, like we can, go ahead. I was going to say, well, Susan, you're talking about early in the relationship. Let's just say Mm -hmm. that ship has sailed. Okay. Let's say that now it's well into this relationship. (laughs) Like we're talking years into this relationship and the spouse who's doing everything says, this has to change. How do you bring that up? How, How do you make that conversation happen? 
um, setting, I guess, boundaries we can't set at any time in the relationship. It's never too late to set boundaries. And I would say just learning to say no, that would help. Um, we can't control our partner because we have no uh, we have no power to control others, but we can set our own boundaries to say, because I don't like this way, this will be the consequences. Uh, if you want if, if you want connection with me, that means we need to go for date night. Otherwise, there's no other connection. So you're setting the boundaries. Right. And um, being very clear, boundaries that are very clear. And also on top of boundaries, learning to negotiate, learning to meet in the middle. That would help. Okay. We have so to ask saying, though too, right, Susan? Like that's mm-hmm. the thing. Sometimes we want people to read mm-hmm. our minds and people are not mind readers. No, they're not. And so we have to communicate and we have to communicate in the other person in mind. I, for me with my partner, it always works. If I want something happens, I always bring with, when you do this, this is what you're going to get that is beneficial to you. So I already uh, try to to bring, and that's negotiation we do at work. You know, when you want something passed, we say, I'll be really good at this if you mm. do this. So that may help. That's a matter of negotiation. If I, I'm, I'm, I'm not only saying what I want, but I'm also saying what you're going to get out of that, what would benefit you. All right, we'll have to see if that's going to so work. For, yeah, for example, if you if you wash dishes tonight, that means we can have more time to cuddle later on at nine. Okay. If if you take the kids out there, that means we can be able to feel closer and bonded together. Hmm. I'd like to see somebody try this, see if it works. Susan, thank you so much for your time on this today. Appreciate that. You're welcome. Thank you. That is Susan Wenzel, relationship expert, sex therapist on the phone, joining us from Winnipeg.